0: Hey, hey, you got to protect yourself out here, man. Can we share
1: that the other, other day? We were talking about the blood test for STDs. And, and, but before you knew that there was a blood test, you're like, man, you got to get swabbed. I'm like, damn, nigga, you using Vietnam or something?
0: That was that was on the podcast. Oh, hey, we man. said that on the
1: podcast? Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was last episode. I it was, was a while ago. That was weeks <laughs> ago, man. I was partying. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that shit was gangster. I was like, yo, you don't know about no blood tests? Your doctor's been doing you dirty. <laughs> and, and like Is there not an easier way And your doctor's like No
0: Pull it out <laughs> Pull it out <laughs> Josh, your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Back again. New month, new me. <laughs> I'm in the building as always, with my man, my partner to the right. This man runs 5Ks five, five days a week. He ain't even training for shit. He has an utter disdain for cashiers, dishwashers, and hostesses. <laughs> If you, if you invite him to your party, he will walk the fuck out. If you play Little Wayne's Uproar, he ain't Harlem shaking to nothing but G-Death. It's that man,
1: that bad man, Keith, breaker of chains, king of the north. What it is, man? What's good? What's going on, brother? Chilling, chilling, man. I'm pumped. I'm still pumped up from from last week, man. That Game of Thrones had me something. Man, I'm, I'm just amped, and I didn't even see Avengers. If I saw Avengers, man, I might have had one of them crazy drug ODs. You gotta punch somebody in the face. Just punch somebody in the face, man. Just be hyped, man. I just like I just feel like I'm on like K two or whatever. You would have been like the Eddie Murphy joke. You'd have
0: been trying to fight people at the at the movie theater. <laughs> Yo, This nigga just seen Avengers.
1: That's what that Game of Thrones was like, man. Yo, I just I just seen Arya stop put the shank the shank game down on somebody and. <laughs>
0: Ooh, man man what's good with you brother that was new man it's been two weeks it's been a long time we shouldn't have left y'all without a podcast to step to
1: man but what's good keith <sighs> nothing much man i'm just trying to organize shit my wife bought a bunch of new shit
0: oh yeah and i just yeah, gotta right?
1: figure out how to how to organize it
0: that's that's the challenge right oh man
1: yeah. It's the challenge. you know the money challenge is one thing and i'm like you know what I could could relax a little bit about the money, but every time she buys something or shops for something or prices something, I get nervous. Like, I just, my heart flutters, man. I start getting cardiac conditions. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to relax about that. But now it's the clutter. I just don't like clutter. Man, uh, let me not even
0: move any further before I give happy birthday shout-outs. By the time they hear this, you be be a grown-ass man, dog. Happy birthday, dog.
1: Thanks, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Getting 30, old. 3-5. The big 3-5, dog.
1: Yeah, the big 3-5. It's crazy when you get into your mid-30s. Remember being after you turned 26, you're like, damn, now I'm officially in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. It's over for me.
0: Downhill from here. Wrinkles. Downhill.
1: And then looking <laughs> back, I realized I was right.
0: <laughs> Yo, happy birthday. Shout out to uh, my niece as well. Cinco de Mayo is her birthday. So Chase, happy birthday, young lady. Got some gifts on the way. Um, May's a big month too For birthdays man I got coworker, co-worker A bunch of people man Having birthdays So it's big man It's big around here And it's funny My birthday's at the end of the month So I got a little bit of time And I um I, I buy shit for myself. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. <laughs> like I, I, I buy people presents, but I, I've I came to the real. I, I might have mentioned it on last year, like right after my birthday. I don't. I ain't do shit for my birthday, and I'm like, I ain't never. I ain't spending no more birthdays like this. Like, I got plans for dinner. I don't know if it's gonna be the night of my birthday because my birthday's literally on Memorial Day, but um, I got plans for dinner. I got plans for just shit I want to get for myself. And, you already um, planned it. Yeah, I've been playing it, dog. <laughs> been playing. I've been spending in the works. You know what I mean? Because I just, I just was felt like I was like, bro, you only live one life. There's people that don't, they don't get another year. Or they, they didn't see past 2018. You here just letting birthdays pass by. Woe is me. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck it. If I mean, I'm sure people are gonna do shit for me, but I'm like, man, put it like this. If nobody does shit for me, I'm doing shit for myself. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, now,
1: that's a good way to go about it, man. A lot of for some reason, uh, the birth, my birthday is the one day where I don't look to go out like that or whatever because mm-hmm. or like go out to in the traditional sense like every year my wife says what do you want for your birthday and i just i just pretty much blurred out some random shit that i enjoy one year i said karate so she took me <laughs> she took me. i do to, re- to, i do, do remember
0: karate. you dressed like um the fucking karate kid eating sushi or something like that or yeah, <laughs> man, I was like dragonfly jones
1: dragonfly jones <laughs> yeah she, and there was a sushi restaurant it was funny because uh I forgot the name of it. It's in downtown Manhattan, and most of the waiters are white, but it's a sushi restaurant, which, which is kind of funny. And they all dressed in like ninja costumes, but the theme of it is that they're like stealthy, like they'll just jump out of nowhere. And it's mm-hmm. kind of dim in there, and there's, like a lots of corners, so they'll jump out. And, ah, what's your order? Right? <laughs> but they'll but they refer to everyone as ninja, and I I couldn't help like I just kept getting offended, but like. <laughs> I didn't want, like, my brain, like, I knew that it, they weren't trying to offend nobody. But, like, I don't know what, like, I guess they the kids used the word triggered. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, that, I don't know. This this, inside of black people, there's this, is like, bone inside. Like, there's a muscle that says, yo, somebody's racist as fuck, and that shit kept going off, but I had to be, you know what I'm saying? I wish it was a pill for it, but it kept going off, and I'm like, "Nah, they not. They really, really not. They'd be like, oh, uh, would you like sushi with that ninja? And I'm like, yo, I swear to God, son, they kept saying it. oh, so, like, oh, here goes your sake shot, ninja. You, you like overhearing
0: conversations. Like what? What's he saying about me
1: over there? This ninja <laughs> over here
0: ordering California rolls.
1: Yo, yo, I, I, yo! The, the amount of time it just it was just like, oh man! Like I, I, I really want to fight, but I'm not supposed to. Like I'd been getting it into felt. it. I'd be like, Ninja, please! <laughs> 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 ninja, please for a hard lemonade, please. Thank you. Like yo, that's my ninja right there. Oh no, nah, he ain't serving us. That's my ninja. Yo, it was it was just it was just funny from a, the perspective of this like the, the the woke the the woke um society that we live in now with Twitter and everyone knows everything about everyone's culture or at least, at least they pretend to be mm-hmm. or they pretend to know.
0: Yeah to, yeah, see, yeah,
1: to see that like if if like a some young twenty-two year old white kid from the suburbs who's now woke wrote some blog about it. They'll probably talk (laughs) about the outrage it is that these white people are working a Japanese restaurant and they keep saying the word ninja.
0: Yeah, no, I I could see somebody being upset about that. (laughs) That's that's, uh, within the realm of belief. I remember uh, when I I took Spec out for his birthday, we went to Hibachi and I kept wondering if the dudes because it's like, you know, you know how Hibachi is. It's a setup. It's like Mm -hmm. two or three big tables and it's it's actual, you know, like Hibachi grill right in front of you and he's cooking on it. Um, And like, I'm like, I wonder if this nigga hates his job. Because <laughs> he's, he's like pouring sake in people's mouths. He's, he's talking like sake, sake. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't think he talks like that in his regular daily life. And and, and he's just doing the same routine over and over again. He <laughs> he's <an> like English
1: <laughs> tutor in the public schools or something like that. But in the nighttime, he got to be a hibachi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, yo, it was, it was, it, it's uh, no, it, you got to make a dollar though, right? You got to do what you got to do out here. So I can't knock it. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, but back on the birthday theme and just talking about like space and shit. Um I don't know like and and just in life in general, I guess this has been a big year for me, a lot of life changes and I kind of was on some like you ever I don't know if you do this too, but you ever be like, "Yo, when I when I get the crib, I'm going to do this and I'm going to have you know what I mean? Like like you live in an apartment now, so maybe you might be have asked me, like, "Yo, when I get a crib, I'm going to have a garage and my car is going to be over here and I might have a little workout area right here and shit like that." And I, I found I caught myself like doing that and then I just had to like look at my own space and be like, "Yo, I could be doing some of that now."
1: <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. I mean, to your point, I, yeah, I used to do that, and for me, I, what meditation helped a lot with how I, I um, handle my thoughts because uh-huh. I think about stuff. Like, I would like a, a big crib in a yard and all that type of stuff, but. To your point, like, this is where I live now. So I, I used to do that, but, like, I, I rarely do that now. Like, oh, if I get it uh probably never do it. Like, if I had this kind of car, I would go to this kind of place. If I lost mm-hmm. this much weight, I would run this kind of race. All that type of stuff. Like, I'm like, what can I do today? Like, what am I working with now? You know what I'm saying? So let's take if – I, if I lost 20 pounds, I'd run a race. Well, I could run a race now. Maybe I might not finish, but maybe run a race and lose weight in the process. If I had a crib, I would – do this this and that nah well i got an apartment for now but maybe i could go have a barbecue if i wanted to schedule um organize one in a public park or something like that
0: Yeah, exactly exactly yeah, yeah t- take advantage of the moment and along that same like train of thought i just there's certain things i want to get for my birthday for myself and i'm like oh I, right. you know it's cool but you got to clear some space out like <laughs> you know what i mean you got to make some space happen so it's um just what you're talking about just having um Things in the house and, and you get new things and then it causes like organization issues. That's where I'm at right now. Like I'm clearing out my back room to kind of turn it out into more of a workout area. And it's like, I, you, you notice things like you look around, and you be like, where am I not using space efficiently? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, should I throw this desk away? Because it's just literally just has a bunch of stuff cluttered on it. Or can I put this in my daughter's room and now she can have a desk to, you know what I mean, to do this because now, and then I'm looking at her room like, oh hey, she has, she's got like a, 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 a changing station. My daughter's like five years old. What is she, she I could throw that out
1: now. I don't need that no more. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Like,
1: and I think getting into that habit of, of taking stock, just in general, just taking stock in life so that when you walk into a room like you don't become dull mm-hmm. to what's going on like where there's a changing station and, you know, the kid is five years old. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so. Yeah. Like, to become just just always, back to that being present, just always taking stock. Like, this is where I'm at now. Look around. Oh, there goes a changing station. Who's using it? Nobody. Let's dump it. Shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Or I, I look around. Like, oh, well, TV stand looking fucked up. Do I want, you know, do I have the resources to get another one? I'm going to get another one.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know if it's like a spiritual thing with just the, the months changing and, Spring, you know, they call it spring cleaning, but like, you know, the seasons change. Winter's kind of dull. We live in the Northeast. Winter's kind of dull. And then it's, the seasons are changing. You start wanting to change some things up. You start wanting to spring clean your life, your body, everything. So it's like, yeah, I think I'm just at that phase right now where I've actually already started the process, like my living room. I was looking at it like just going through some of my old pictures and just little things that I've done in my living room. It looks totally different than it did a couple months ago. So I'm All gonna right. keep the theme going. By the by, my, by, the time my birthday hits, I'm hopefully I'll have a couple things in the crib, additions, uh, you know, just things that that, that that'll just make me happy on the inside. So, nah, happy birthday, man. happy birthday to you, man. Got something on the way from your boy, and uh, look forward to it. Yeah, man. Let's get it in. What else? What else
1: is new, man? NBA playoffs. You' been keeping up with that. Yeah, I'm tired as hell right now. I was watching that quadruple overtime Portland and Denver. When did it end? What time? Oh man, ended like uh two, three a.m. Uh, about two a.m. Eastern. Oh, okay, I could have caught the end of it
0: then. I, I was oh no, uh yeah maybe yeah I could have caught the end of it. <laughs> Damn, I had no idea. That game yeah, was still
1: going on. who won? Portland won.
0: It okay, was game like, time.
1: Well, dang. actually, it was Rodney Hood time, but that shit don't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a name. It's Dame time, and people be pointing to their watch and that shit. They, that means like when you post a watch emoji, that means Dame and like that's strong branding, man. Like nobody out, nobody could ever post a cowboy hat and like, oh yeah, that's Keith time, yo.
0: <laughs> well, remember Isaiah Thomas, uh, not the, the 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 younger one. He uh, a couple years ago when his shit was popping, he used to because his initials are IT, so he'd be like, it's time. He Used to point to his watch and all that. Uh, like, but I mean, I know he's sitting somewhere like, damn, this nigga dame done stole my shit, yeah,
1: because nah, <laughs> I didn't even know that shit existed. Dame, dame time is for real because LeBron posts that shit, LeBron, <laughs> like, dame, like, when Dame flamed up Paul George, mm-hmm. uh, the LeBron just put a watch. <laughs> now, what, like, that's like, I don't know, like, that's the equivalent, that's like a birth certificate, like, that's like, it's official now, like, it's real, yeah. LeBron, you know did you, you, you got the juice now. Yeah, it's like a marriage certificate, in fact. Like, yeah, y'all been dating for 10 years, but no certificate? Fuck that. You're not getting his assets when he dies. LeBron put that stamp on it. <laughs> That's what's up, man.
0: Shit. What else is going on? You said Game of Thrones last week was big. Avengers came out, one of the biggest, the big, actually the biggest uh, movie debut of all time. Three, four um, hours in
1: a the theater? I can't do it, man. I'm going to wait till that come out.
0: Yeah, I can't. What is, I what is, I, I, I haven't seen too many long, long movies. Someone took me to see Titanic when I was young, and I was like, "It surprisingly it was good." <laughs> like I thought, I was like, "Man, I have to sit through this fucking movie." And I'm like, All right, "This shit kind of interesting." It took a while for the action to start, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> when this
1: boat gonna crash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine sitting. That's a long time, but I'm, I'm gonna go through all the. Um, I'm gonna get when I get the time in my life, y'all. I'm gonna actually go through and watch the whole Avengers saga from from Civil War and and what is it, Affinity War.
1: Um, yeah, I wouldn't even bother. With you. You're not gonna do it. it was, it's always <laughs> you know, a matter you know, when things, you take the time, man. The, the time I'm is there already watch... in your life. That's true. I'm going to watch uh, Black Panther at least. I'm going to watch that. I, got, yeah, <laughs> I own <watch>. that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't pronounce black names already. You got to at least give. <laughs> you got to give something back to the community. Watch Black Panther. It's like Black Homework. You got to watch Black Panther, Get Out, and, well, of course, Menace and Boys on mm-hmm. Friday.
0: I've been catching up on Insecure, so sh- shout out to me, my black card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm almost done with the- uh, Key word, the...
1: catching up. But nah, nah, that's it. I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> almost done um the it's funny oh yeah the shot is out there you told me that atlanta we, we was talking in the pre-show atlanta's been on hiatus so i might take some time and actually uh stream stream because i watched most of the first season i don't even think i finished the first season but i might just try, catch up with that because i like that show it's cool yeah it's yeah. funny in a different kind of way
1: you're like yeah. eh, atlanta's all right it ain't no <laughs> will and grace though yeah
0: <laughs> no no i like donald glover his old just everything that he does is just it's different you know what i'm saying like um he got a a
1: movie on um netflix with rihanna i mean oh excuse me on amazon prime with rihanna
0: is that oh it was i thought it was like a music video
1: that's a full movie yeah i think it's like a musical ish kind of thing i didn't finish it i saw like the first 20 minutes i gotta finish it it looks pretty interesting though
0: creative dude man creative dude i like i like everything that that he's a part of um, since the Thirty Rock days, yeah. community, even all that stuff. So yeah, I liked him
1: before when he was doing sketch sketch videos on YouTube, and people ain't know what YouTube was. <laughs> he had some funny shit. He's on the grind, man. Him in a sketch group, yeah.
0: What else is new, man? What else is going on? It's May. It's a new season. Life is going on. Let's see. Let's see. What's going on in the world? I see something. I seen something this, this week that kind of caught my eye. Let's see if you heard about it. Uh, this is a, a dress code. A dress code is uh, it's something that we got to discuss as black people, right? <laughs> dress codes. they use that to, like, to hold us down. I can't front, man. Like, going to the nightclubs, dress codes, and I understand it. I used to work. I used to DJ in nightclubs. You know what I'm saying? So you see a lot of fights. I don't, in, in my experience, I don't think too many fights started over clothing. But I understand why the people who run these places feel like all right? Well, if we tell people they can't wear this or they can't wear that, that may be less, you know what I mean? Yeah. Less uh influential to starting a fight. So I understand it at all, and and well, I what hate you mean it. By
1: this... that? The, the, if they wear this and that, it'd be less influential to starting a fight.
0: So like if you don't, if you're not familiar with the culture, like like me, for, for instance, where I've grown up in my little corner of the world, I've never seen someone just get into a fight over fitted hats. Me right. personally, mm. I and but maybe if i was from chicago you know what i'm saying or where you i hear rap songs and stories that wearing your hat a certain way represents a certain set you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i can see why if you're not familiar with exactly the culture you just be all right well no hats at all or you hear about these uh i think we discussed it on the show before how certain shopping malls or or won't allow you to wear jeans that are sagging like nothing's really gonna come from your jeans sagging like that but maybe them not being familiar with the culture like oh well, his jeans are sagging because he's shoplifting you know something stupid like that so i um when it comes to nightclubs and things like that and i understand you you have a one bad altercation at a nightclub it could tarnish your image forever so right. you're like i right, um i know certain there's certain spots up here um that you know for a fact that you got to go dressed really nice because you're not even gonna get in you know what i mean you can't even think about wearing a fitted hat you know what mm-hmm. i mean so um it 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 trickles down. The schools have it. Um shopping malls like I said earlier have it. Things like that. And I don't like it cuz I feel like a lot of it's targeted towards us mm-hmm. as as black men and just black people in general. But uh there's a school in um I want to say Houston, I could be wrong about that, but I want to say Houston. Um that's in there's Jay's Madison High School and um it had an issue. A, a mother was trying to actually enroll her student there um and she showed up wearing she wasn't dressed to the nine, so to speak. You know what I mean? She was wearing a dress shirt and she was wearing what we would call just like, like a head scarf, right? You know what I mean? Like, I have a sister. She's, you know, she wears sometimes scarfs on her head, um, head wrap, you know what I mean? Uh, whatever you want to call it. So she was denied entry. Um, they were like, nah, you can't enroll your kid in here today. Like, it's not. <laughs> it's, you can't just show up like this. Right. Now, it's funny because we, we sometimes make fun of it, but you know how people... Uh, digest the news nowadays so like I thought the issue was with the the t-shirt dress I'm like yeah my you can't just be leaving your crib in some big old t-shirt thinking you could just <laughs> you know drop your kid off to school you know what I mean that's that's inappropriate come to find out doing more research into the story get ready to discuss it that this school has enforced a dress code and it had nothing to do with the t-shirt dress actually they were more concerned with what was on her head <laughs> that she was wearing the scarf on her head, silk and, bonnets, correct. And um, the principal, ooh, let me get her name right, Carletta Outley Brown, um, decided to enforce a dress code stating that there's gonna be a ban on satin caps and bonnets, shower caps, and hair rollers. <laughs> so like, I I I was lost on that because. I don't see the point. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of um, discriminatory. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. uh, Carlotta Carlotta Brown happens to be African American herself.
0: She is. Yeah, she is. And definitely. And and, you know what I mean? Um, I don't necessarily think she's wrong. I think the intention of it is right. You know what I mean? Like, I would. I drop my daughter off to school every day, and and I don't just show up looking any old way. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I make myself. If I'm gonna put on a pair of sweats, I make sure they're not dirty. You know what I'm saying? I make sure they they don't look like pajamas. You know what I mean? I look presentable because you never know. You might have to stop and talk to the principal for something. Mm-hmm. I might have to talk to one of her teachers. I'm not trying to just look like like a ragamuffin and then have people uh put tr- like you know what I mean take take a uh pre- prejudice of me and. Now I'll put my put that on my daughter, you know what I mean? Project that on my daughter. So So,
1: so it it sounds like the essence of this this dress code thing like you're with it to some extent. Uh, I mean I might but you find it discriminatory. So like I guess Yeah, help just me, help me work through how you feel about that.
0: I honestly if it would have been like if the if the dress code would have been like, "Yo, you can't wear these big ass t-shirts with some short shorts." You know what I mean? You can't be coming up here looking, you know what I mean, like like we, we, you know, we're in the trust. Like, you can't be coming up here looking like hoochies and and scallywags, yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean, ragamuffins and and ruffians. Basically, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Make they it want you to look-
1: wear the Gucci's not the hoochies <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like I would have honestly I would have been 100% behind it cuz I'm like, yo, this little kid but not, and this is a high school, so you know what I mean, there's high school boys around. You can't just be showing up in like short shorts, like poon-poon shorts and you know what I mean, just any old any old type of way. So like, that I could agree, but how you going to trip over like cuz cuz black I'm assuming black women and and are the majority of people who would be wearing something like a satin cap or a bonnet? Like, shower caps, all right, you know nobody should be leaving the crib with shower caps, but if I'm not mistaken, I mean, some people use shower, there's like a functional purpose sometimes, right? They do things with their hair, and they throw a shower cap over it mm-hmm. while it's doing what it, you know what I mean? The the the, the, the curls are happening, right? Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hair rollers, like, if you're a mom, and maybe you got someplace to be at five o'clock in the afternoon, but you got to pick your daughter up at three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe you might just have the roller still in while you got to pick her up, you know what I mean? Like, that. that ain't... I'm not looking at that. More so, I'd, I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Show up looking like big worm.
1: But yeah. if,
0: you, if 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 everything else is on point, I'm not gonna try to deny you entry into the school. I'm more so on like maybe you know how people and, and I didn't I didn't subscribe to this, but how people were like, oh, the teacher bay issue, like this teacher's dressing too provocative mm-hmm. and things like that. Like that's what I'm more so on. Don't dress provocative looking or don't dress slutty looking or don't dress like a, a straight up bum. Like that's more so what I'm on. So. For you to, as a black woman, to just be like, oh, this is no hair rollers, no satin caps, no bonnets, no shower caps. That's just kind of funny style to begin with. Not to mention.
1: It it definitely is. You you remember that Chris Rock joke? Who's more racist, white people or black people? He said black people because black people hate black people, too. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, it was a joke. So I wouldn't say hate in this case. But I get it. Like being a hard critic on your own people. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, but being a principal, I think that you'd have a bit more savvy or a bit more couth and in, in rolling this kind of thing out because clearly it's, it's target once you throw in a matter of fact if she kept the same exact thing but just left out silk bonnets like everything would be cool mm-hmm. but like this is like it's it's tough to see but i get it i get it i get it exactly what you were saying like you can't as much as your child is a student at that school the, the parent the parent is somewhere in that chain of accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're being, you're being evaluated to believe it or not. So exactly.
0: Exactly. When,
1: when you have a kid that goes to your school and parent never comes to parent teachers, um, they never send money for school trips, like whatever it is, like you're being evaluated and it, and a bad evaluation on you f- cascades down to your kid so you don't come to parent teachers bet the parents don't care i'm not i'm not going an extra mile for for this kid i'm gonna do the bare minimum they get their homework i check their homework they pass or fail i reach out to the parents parents don't answer whatever but like when you show up and you seem like a quote-unquote professional parent or like a i guess i'll use the word respectable or like you come pretty much squared away they're like, all right, that's squared away, parent. I'm gonna make sure I'm on my shit for that parent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I I get what this. And then truth is, this just looking at this Carlotta Brown, she just looks like a lady who's who's all trying to pull black people up the the tough way. You know what I'm saying? And a now little, yeah, a I little just bourgeoisie. <laughs> yeah, I mean she, she's a principal, so yeah. I'm bougie as hell. So you know Me she's too. a principal. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. So um, I get it, man. Like. I wish it would have been stylistically better, and I guess it gets back to that whole politically correct thing, like, wow, people got to be so politically correct, but you just got to be. You can't be doing shit like that where clearly you're targeting people. Now other schools are gonna that aren't probably mostly black are going to feel comfortable in rolling out something like this, even though it's clearly targeting a certain race.
0: And also, she released this um, dress code in the form of a notes sent home so you know what I mean like just a, a she typed up paper sent home um, with the students or given to the parents as they came to the school um, which it leaves things up to interpretation now if there was a not to say that all the parents would have showed up but if there was some type of parent meeting you know what I mean right? and she, she expressed how she felt and why she feels this and why she thinks it's important I think it would have been the, the, like you said the delivery would have been a little bit better and she would have been able to perhaps, even though they might be her own personal beliefs of how people should show up when they when they come as a parent, it would have been like, all right, I kind of see where she's coming from. Maybe a little bit more sympathy to her wishes. But right. to have it, it feels targeted that, I right, you deny this mother one day, and then the next day you're dropping a notice home with the kids saying that parents can't do this, parents can't do that. Um, and, and But all the things you're saying they can't do was pretty much how that mother showed up the day before.
1: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... um, no, you bring she, up a, essentially what Carlotta Brown did was the Suge Knight shit, where he's like, if you don't want no parents oh, showing up with their leggings, showing <laughs> up with their silk bonnets, they come to James Madison. Pretty
0: much, yeah. Nah, yeah. And, and you knew who it was targeted at, pretty much, basically. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, you bring up a good point with, by saying that parents are evaluated uh, by the teachers and the staff. Because it's funny, like, I was at the last parent teacher conference, and m- halfway through the school year, my daughter got a new teacher. Um, and it was so this is my first parent teacher conference with her but the second one in total um and it's funny like i'm sitting down and i'm talking to her and she's like yeah you know we've all discussed it too and we, we all think you're doing a great job and i'm kind of like oh you know when you you had like a head scratch moment like yeah. i am doing a, i am doing a great job <laughs> but it's like i was like what what like what are y'all discussing <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, what is because my kid shows up looking halfway decent half the time you know what i'm saying like I don't get, like, what am I doing that's a great... Like, I wasn't offended by it, but I kind of was. <laughs>
1: well, they, they're rating you. I mean, it, it, it matters to them that you're doing a great job. So yeah. now, it's... In this case, it's not pass or fail, right? You're doing a great job, or you're not doing a great job. It's like you're doing a great job or I don't give a fuck. So it's just pass. It's Exactly. You either pass the test or I don't give a fuck about you. I mean, that's essentially what it is because they can't say fail. I'm going to kick the kid out because the parent sucks or whatever, but... If you pass, like they say, I like him. I, I think he's doing a job, good job or I always see him around. Mm-hmm. Like that makes them, listen, I used to work in a hospital, right? And you get patients who come in. Some of them, you never see their family around. Never see them around. But then there are patients who their family is always around. They're saying hi. Sometimes the family brings candies or, or um, little cakes or pastries or drinks or, or, or gifts or greeting cards or whatever and the family is always asking questions even if the family is annoying right? you see the mm. nurses step up for that family you see even the, the nurse manager get involved everybody who walks into that room is on top of their game you know what I'm saying people who walk every healthcare practitioner walk into that room right before they walk into the room they make sure they flip through textbooks to make sure they do everything right for that patient mm. it's just because seeing that presence it's like yo this person's people care for this person so you know what I'm stepping up. There's, in, in theory, you treat everyone exactly the same, but the average person, it just doesn't work out that way.
0: Yeah, no, no. And I know where it comes from, too, as a, as a single father. People say that to me all the time. Like, like uh, I think what you're doing is awesome. Right. I'm like well, like what do you want me to do? Just leave my daughter on <laughs> the stairs of a of a fire station? Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah, like what do y'all expect me to no, but I know where it comes from. Like, uh I'm I'm the I'm the stereotype of being a single parent, but I'm the I'm the I'm the positive version of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the one taking care of my daughter all the time. And um so I, I, I know where it comes from. But people say that to me all the time to the point it's like all right, I get it, <laughs> like, thank you, you know what I'm saying, I feel, I feel where it comes from, so like, I don't get offended to it, but it, it's also, like, I'm doing what a parent's supposed to do, like, this is how I always envisioned being as a parent, and, and it goes back to the dress code thing, like, um, I wouldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine showing up not looking halfway decent for my daughter, you know what I mean, and, 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 and by how, ha- I mean, I, I'm not wearing slacks and, and, and iron shirts, it's fucking 8 o'clock in the morning I'm, I'm right. wearing you know what I mean a fucking sweatshirt and a, you know like a sweatsuit but at least I'm making sure it looks halfway decent I'm not make sure it's I'm clean it ain't
1: stains on it it's not wrinkled your shoes are fairly yeah. clean you might be color socks.
0: coordinated with the shoe you know what I'm saying right, like a right, little, right. put a little bit of thought into it but um, and also in, in, in this principal uh, Carlotta Brown's defense um, there's also a dress code for the students um, where students can't wear hoodies Flip flops or low hanging pants, uh, you know, is included in, in things that are banned in the dress code, which I'm kind of like hoodies. Like, where did we reach the point where kids can't wear hoodies?
1: Yeah, like, that's what, that's definitely r- racially coded stuff, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. it, they sell it in stores. I buy it and I wear it. Like, it's a sweatshirt. So, bro, not they a gave hoodie's us a thing. hoodies. Is a thing on the
0: football team. They gave us hoodies. <laughs> like, hoodies was part of like the you know what I mean the practice gear, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do? Like, why we, how do we reach the point in America where, you know what I mean, kids can't wear hood Like, I, and this is in the southern region of the country, which maybe the weather doesn't get as cold where you, you need it.
1: But like, uh, it's just like, come on, man. Hoodies? Like, nah. Silk bonnets I, and hoodies. You know what time it is, man. That's, that's just all <laughs> race talk. All the black people, man, they racist as hell, man. My parents are getting older, so I'm like, I got to deal with all this racism, man, just in my own... Thanksgiving just gotta deal with people talking racist stuff. It's, it gets exhausting. I mean, it's your family and shit, but man, these people raised me. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the black people are racist as fuck. It's funny you
0: say that because I, I I haven't spoken personally to Carlotta or, or watched um you know her speak on the subject, but I could see it coming from a place of like I could be dressing like this too, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I make myself look presentable. I get up and I do this, and if I can do it, you can do it as well. Is that is you know that's the thought behind it? But everyone doesn't. You know, in a, in a perfect world, we would all be the same, but that that exists in white culture also. You know, not all white parents show up to school looking presentable, as you know what I mean? Not all uh, Asian parents or, or Hispanic parents. It's, it's So it's something that exists in our community, and on one hand, I could say, like, well, Carlotta, Carlotta should have um, sympathy for the people that look like her but don't necessarily think like her. But it, it's something that occurs in all the races in, in, across the country, you know what, what I
1: mean? Part of that is the, the fact that you you know that you know as a black person that you have to be twice as good Mm -hmm. and people in, in older generations it's even magnified they may have to be three four times as good just to be in a comparable position as their non-black counterparts so i see what because there's this thing called respectability politics and i don't know if you ever heard of it but like bill cosby was big on it like pull up your pants and take a take care of your kids and just talking about all these stereotypes and telling you just basically not to do it be respectable Mm -hmm. you know uh treat your women good and stop treating them all this stuff and bill cosby lots of older black people do it but bill cosby was the most famous and he mm-hmm. was pretty much talking down to people. And Obama did it the other day where he's like, yeah, why? if you really got money, you don't need to be in a video twerking with a bunch of girls. And I'm like, take it mm-hmm. easy, Obama. Like, not every dude wants to twerk in, in a video with girls, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that respectability but- politics, I see that she's very much steeped in that. And it's not something, respectability politics is this unique uh exotic thing like it's very much present in our world with you know black people telling other black people pull up your pants or even back in the 90s black people supported all that tough on crime stuff because they saw Mm -hmm. other black kids committing crimes so
0: i don't and i don't necessarily have a problem with that to be honest with you because Mm -hmm. I, i i i think the the thought process behind it is if you're being influenced by the music videos and you're being influenced by not not to pick on like hip hop music, but maybe you're being influenced by the lyrics from the song saying, I don't respect my woman or I, I, I cheat on my woman, uh this, that, and the third. It's 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 just another voice saying the opposite. You know what I mean? So it's like as much advertising as you have for the quote unquote negative, here's some advertising for the positive to counter that. So I, I kinda see where it comes from, but I can also see where people are offended by it where they're like, Who are you to talk to me like this? Or, who, you know what I mean? What, what what did you do? Why do you think you're better than... It's like a why are you better than me type of thought process. You know what I mean? Right. And that's like, the
1: thing about respectability politics that I don't like. And, like, you see ta Coates um write, write, write about his views against respectability politics. And the way... Mm-hmm. The reason I don't like it is because it's too simplistic. It's mm-hmm. like, just pull your pants up because you're supposed to. Or... Or, or or the respectability policy implies or, or propagates these stereotypes about black people, mostly young black men, you know, what I'm saying pull your pants up because all your pants are dropping or um, wear a belt or why don't you put on a shirt and tie every now and then? Why the fuck would I put on a shirt and tie if I don't work in a shirt and tie kind of place? I don't own a shirt and tie, nor should I be expected to unless, you know what I'm saying? It would be mm-hmm. nice to like that's like it's something I would teach my son if I had a son or there's something that I would tell young men to do. Or even men my age to do just own a white sh- a, a crisp white shirt, own one solid dark tie, and a, a navy blue suit. Just own one. That's mm-hmm. it. But I understand if people don't own it. Like I didn't own my first one until till I was well into my 20s. I was borrowing my father's suits until then for a job interviews and stuff. I bought mine's last week. Yeah, man. So <laughs> the whole respectability thing. The re- respectability thing. Basically, what they're telling you is to live like people were living in my time, but people were fucked up in your time too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe bonnets weren't weren't popular, but you were wearing, you know, s- silk scarves or stockings on your head and all that type of shit, and wearing curls is out of the house. And it's um, it's, it's looking down on on people, and you know, and what makes it more hurtful? I don't know if it makes it worse, but it does make it more hurtful that is people that look kind of like you just no,
0: wrinkle that no, shit. I myself struggle with it in an internal struggle because I like to look presentable, but, you know what I mean? I don't wear my jeans sagging, but sometimes if I wear joggers, you know what I mean? You know how joggers are. You got to sag them a little bit for them to look comfortable, for them to feel comfortable, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like I'll catch myself sometimes like, damn, I'm, I'm kind of sagging kind of hard right now. I should probably pull up my, my joggers, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, But I know personally, like I wouldn't walk around at work. Uh, um, my the play you know my place of uh work with my pants sagging. The same thing with the n word. I don't. Somebody listens to the podcast, they might think, "I right, well, Playboy uses the n word," but I in my work life when I'm around people of other races, particularly white people, I don't use the n word that much. I don't know if that if that makes me positive or negative you know what i'm saying some people could look at that like oh you're being fake because you're around whitey and something and other other argument for that is well i don't want to use that word because i don't want to perpetuate a a, um belief that they could be comfortable around that word and they can use it you know what i mean
1: yeah
0: um and then i don't want to have a conversation of well i can use that word but you can't use that you know what i mean that that to me is an ignorant conversation in itself over the n-word of all things you know what i'm saying ain't there that
1: story mm -hmm. about that dude who uh like a
0: baseball player, someone who used the N word, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You uh, killed my segue, that's
0: all good. I was, I, was, I was building it up, um, but that brings us to the next subject. Of a uh, about like two weeks ago, there was a major league baseball player uh, that was suspended for a game and also fined. Um, he was. A gentleman by the name of Tim Anderson was fined for using the a uh, fine for using the N-word during an altercation. It wasn't an actual fight, so they didn't fully like throw blows. But you know how like in baseball sometimes everybody gets up and everybody faces and they clear the bench. Um, you know, it's known as a skirmish. Mm. Basically, uh Tim was at bat. He had a you know, people give y'all some background. Tim was at bat and he he hit the ball. It was a home run. Now, in baseball culture, some people think it's cool to celebrate with a bat flip. You know what i mean they're in the minority the 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 old guard and the traditional people like feel like when you do a bat flip you're showboating on the opponents which i still don't see the problem with it <laughs> you know what i mean um hispanic baseball culture they do that uh in japanese baseball culture they they bat flip the shit out of that bat they throw that shit up in the sky like a motherfucker. but you know what i mean old school uh, uh the the american pastime baseball they consider that as as you showboating on the opponent um, so next time Tim was up at bat, they decided to hit him with a pitch, which is I think even <laughs> is the dumbest thing to like, yo, you showboated on me, so now I'm gonna throw a lethal weapon at you and <laughs> hit <Yeah. laughs> your body with it, uh, hundred miles an hour. But uh, so basically they hit him with a pitch, and that that started the fight. During the skirmish, uh, Tim uh, referred to pitcher Brad Kelly as a weak ass nigga. Uh-huh. Uh, now Tim Anderson is black. <laughs> his name, you know you might not know that from his name, but Tim Anderson is a black guy. Uh Brad Keller is is, is Caucasian um, yeah, Brian Keller is de- Puerto
1: Rican. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and MLB decided to find and uh suspend Tim Anderson um for his conduct after benches cleared, um, but didn't really give much explanation, but essentially because he used that word, uh, the N-word. Um now they started a debate on wait, hold on, we could suspend African American players for using the N-word nowadays. And you know, that put me at my own in my own little like thought process of well, damn, when I thought Tim Anderson was white, I definitely would have been, like, <laughs> suspended for using the N-word. But now that, now that I know he's a black guy, it's like, uh, can you really? But then he also – he didn't use it like, yo, my nigga, you just hit a home run. That's what's up, nigga. It was more so, like, used after, you know, an insult, so to speak. Right. Or used in – yeah, so, like, you, was a, you a bitch-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that that doesn't feel nice when someone calls you that. So it, it left me – like it was a catch-22. I was like, damn, I guess – I guess you got to suspend him, right? Because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If if Tim was a white guy, I'd be like, "Yo, he should have played baseball ever again." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but so I I don't know if I can stand here and 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 say I right, give him a pass because he's a black guy. And it also leads to like, yo, should we really be using that word and, and 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 around other races at that? If we're gonna have that double standard for it, you know what I mean? How you feel about that though? <laughs>
1: He should have been suspended just just professionally, just as a professional Mm -hmm. working for an organization, like to have a certain kind of conduct and they have certain rules. I think they had to do it, but that's just from the professional aspect. Like, they just had to do it. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. be talking like that. The N-word, no matter in a professional setting, no matter from who it comes, it's, you know, it's heavy. Clearly Mm -hmm. it would have been heavier Some some, you know, Noah Syndergaard said that shit, but you know it's it's heavy nonetheless. Now, exactly. baseball, the second whitest, the, well, the third whitest, but still very white, between, behind hockey and golf. Like <laughs> <laughs> still still extremely white, maybe fourth to l- lacrosse, but like it. It's, it's like saying, it's I, the feeling I get when I hear this story is like when pe- they say, well, you can say nigger, but I can't say it, right? And I feel like in this case, this is baseball saying, well, I'm going to show you that you can't say it either, because if mm. I can't say it, you can't say it. So I'm going to suspend you, not find you, or whatever. I'm going to suspend you for saying that word. For, and
0: find him, and find him as well.
1: And find him, <laughs> right? We could have just, whatever, I, I'm, I'm not too good with baseball, but whatever they do to people who let say fight, because fights happen quite regularly. No, regularly enough, right? People throwing yeah, balls yeah. at people and stuff like that. At but, least the bench is clear quite often. Right. In, in basketball, that shit is automatic suspension. You come up off the bench. If you if you weren't in the game and you come up off your bench during a, a scuffle, it's a wrap mm-hmm. for you. You know what I'm saying? If you foul somebody that in in, a, in an egregious way, like during play, it's almost a wrap for you. You're pretty close to it. So now... This is something typical in baseball where they clear the bench. They may even do some pushing and shoving and people go back to playing. This dude was suspended for saying the N-word. So they sending a message. You cannot mm-hmm. say that shit. I don't give a shit if you black. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, So it means something when Major League Baseball suspends a dude like that, for, for a black guy for saying the N-word. Yes, it's, it's corporate professional discipline. But on the same token, in pro- professional sports where... A lot of times you act out of passion and the sport, the authorities understand that shit. They chose not to understand it this time. Well, they understood it and said, fuck you. We, we're suspending you. So, once again, professionally, you gotta know that you gotta you gotta take that L, man. You can't be talking like that on the field. However, there's some political and societal shit behind that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I'll agree with that. Like, there's a letter of the law. I think I heard Shaq say this uh, earlier this week. But there's there's the law and the, the spirit of the law, and then there's the letter of the law. Yeah. And sometimes you got to abide by the letter of the law. Because if we start letting things slide because of spirit, you have you fall into a situation where Ray John Rondo got upset at a openly gay referee um, a few years ago, and he decided to call them gay slurs. Now, you know what I'm saying? If we start having that gray area, Ray John Rondo could be like, oh, well I, I call, you know, no 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 offense, but I, I call my friends fags all the time. or so I call my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when they do something that I don't like, I am not saying that they're bad for that. Or da, 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 you know what I mean? So you have to kind of have a letter of the law to be like, nah, you can't use it. And it, it it it's it's sports. You gotta think the NFL tried to do this a few years ago. And I think they just kinda of like, they was like, all right, nah, we're just not gonna, we're not gonna go move forward with this. But they try to like make a thing where you can't use the N-word on the field. And I think they just realize it's too it's too much of a gray area with that because sometimes it's a term of endearment and then sometimes it could be used during an altercation but it's not necessarily used as a racial slur. You know what I mean? So they, I think they were like, why, why get ourselves into... We already have enough political shit going on. <laughs> why get ourselves into this debate? So they kind of just let it go. But um, you brought up in a professional setting. Now, I, I work in a place with it's people of all races and people use the N-word all the time. You know what I mean? Um, now... If it were to be a situation where they feel like I every time we hear somebody use the N word in the hallway or or in a you know what I mean in a, the office settings we got to pull them aside I think they'd be doing a lot of pulling aside uh, because it happens quite often and I, I don't even know if they'd want to put the time into it, it but it, I, I won't lie I work in the office it's a warehouse so there's a warehouse floor and then there's an office and sometimes people that work on the warehouse floor they'll come into the office and there's a couple African Americans that work in the office and just in conversation with them. They'll they'll use the n word and it kind of like it kind of makes me kind of like uh
1: you know have that like woo woo here here up uncomfortable man my family's watching
0: <laughs> pretty much like whoa 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 you know what I'm saying or, or I remember back when um Jamel Hill and Michael Smith uh they had their show on um, ESPN and I guess two chains had come to the ESPN studios and um he was showing them a video on his phone but you know his phone was loud. Um, and basically, in the video, he was showing them in the cafeteria. There was a lot of n words being used. So, like you're hearing, my nigga, my nigga, da 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 da. But they they even mentioned that they felt uncomfortable at that moment in time Wait, because Jamal Hill and Michael Smith. Okay, yeah, they felt uncomfortable that that you know what I mean because. They they like if, if it was they understand the culturally gotcha. like mm-hmm. why two change is showing them this video and he's not not trying, he has no malice behind it, but just being that, you know, like you said, my family's watching, my coworkers is watching, yep. that type of feeling, you know what I mean? That 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 can cause um some awkwardness. So yeah, like it, there's a professional letter of the law that you gotta have. Um Insecure had that episode. It wasn't with the N-word, but it had um there was a, a in, in Molly's law firm, there was a, a black coworker that was that used to talk kind of loud. And she was a little, a little too extra, quote unquote, ghetto. Right. And they wanted Molly to have, like, have a conversation with her. Molly was like, "I don't feel comfortable doing that." So you know, what I mean, the the actual white partners had to have a conversation with this young lady, and it was an awkward moment for everybody involved. And the the young lady didn't look too happy about it. You know what I mean? Um, but it's 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 once you enter a professional sphere, you got to play by the professional rules, right? Right. Like you can't. So I I I don't agree that MLB would do this. But however, I I'm one that say, if uh, Brad Keller would have called Tim Anderson, a weak ass N word with the hard ER at the end, I definitely would be up there protesting that he needs to be suspended for more than one game. So I guess I got to agree that Tim Anderson, you got to get the suspension too, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's all, it's and it, it, not to say that things aren't left to interpretation. Like if, if the term was, he, was, he was, congratulating somebody and he was like yo this is my nigga right here and maybe he did that on and cameras picked it up and things heard i could see that being a little bit more forgivable and maybe one of those things where you kind of had to have a a warning type of, type of situation like yo you can't use that in front of the cameras right i know you didn't mean it, 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 it as a racial slur but there are people listening and, and it could be left to interpretation but when you're using it in an altercation and and things like that they has gotta they gotta be some type of repercussion to that so
1: yeah, man, that, that spirit is, is what's about, it. just to tie it into the last topic of why you go to, to your, your your kid's school dressed up. Like, you're not the one who's in the school, so why do you have to present yourself? But you do. You know, that's the spirit of it. The letter of the law is your kid has to do X, Y, Z. You do your thing, just make sure they get here and don't beat them at home. But and but the spirit is, listen, we're looking at you too, nigga.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Like you exactly. said, um, it's and yeah, you know what I mean. Protect yourself out there, people, because you can lose your job over nonsense. You know what I mean. You don't want to have a situation where your kids get into trouble at school because you, you know what I mean. This it, it, it goes the same thing. Like you said, the dress code and this type of thing. You don't want to lose something that you got going for you. Like that lady essentially couldn't let her kid get into school that day. She couldn't enroll the kid in school that day because she showed up dressed like that. This gentleman lost a day's worth of pay on top of a fine because of it. And it's just like you're being watched, you know what I mean? And people yeah. are judging you and everything you do. So um, I guess it's time right now for for have you heard. It's also it also could be like a public health moment from the, the good folks here at uh, Perfect Talk Podcast. Summer's coming, concert season, you know what I mean? You out there, I was young once. I used to go to concerts. I'm not able to stand up for 4 hours at a time <laughs> and, and, and rock out just to hear my favorite band. I got Apple Music for that. But uh, you know, I, I was young once and I know I know what goes on out there, kids. But I got to protect yourself, man. Be smart. You know what I mean? Especially if alcohol is involved and drugs involved. Be smart with, with your sexual relations cuz uh I don't know if you've heard Keith, but have you heard that there was a herpes outbreak at Stagecoach and the Coachella Festivals uh, that have just Passed in April My god I'm gonna take that as a no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I heard a little bit about it but it kind of Faded into my brain with just all the different Bugs going around And I'm just like man I'm not in that life no more Like Just the fact that I mean, just as an aside, I'm getting personal. I'm, I'm a step away from the story, but it's still related. It was like, yo, man, it was like a, a war zone. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through and you're charging and you're charging and you got your weapon out and I'm talking about dating. So in this case, I'm talking about I got my shit out. You got your weapon out and you're like, yo, man, like I'm charging and you looking side to side on your left, your homie's getting hit. On the right, your homie's getting taken down. Then you just charging. You hope you don't get taken down. Then finally, you win the battle, it's like yo man, I don't got no wounds, no gunshot. <laughs> I don't I don't I got a little bit of PTSD, but it's not even that bad. And that's I what this shit is it. like when you look at this shit like this is one of the the greatest battles. This is like Gettysburg right here, Coachella.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're right about that. Everyone's <laughs> high. It's hot outside. You know what I mean. Hot
1: out. It's it's dope. Your, your uh adrenaline is high, but the, the danger and risk is incredibly high. Uh, and then there's famous people there, like Beyonce's like that Abraham Lincoln. You know, she's not in danger, but yet she'll come there and, and put on a good show, and everyone gets pumped. Mm-hmm. But you know, you gotta you got some people who get taken, You got some casualties. But nah, man, I didn't yeah. hear about this shit.
0: Uh so the website, uh Herp Alert, uh diagnose a Diagnostics website uh reported that during the stagecoach festival alone, um, 114 cases of herpes were reported. Um basically people like can upload pictures and and ask, is this herpes kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Um during the Coachella, the first week in the Coachella alone, they saw 250 cases reported. Um And it happens. People share drinks. You know, it doesn't have to be anything nefarious, but there definitely are people having unprotected sex and and even protected sex. Herpes doesn't necessarily uh, discriminate against that as well. So it's just a matter of protect yourself in just general. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you get to know somebody a little bit and and, and there's no foolproof way. Right. You could still get caught up out out there, but there is one
1: foolproof way.
0: Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abstinence. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I didn't, yeah, exactly. Repent. I didn't I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer and tell you <laughs> go to Abstinence yeah, Nun yeah, route.
1: Abstinence could know be saying? fun too. Yeah, no, it could be. And, and, Especially with the internet how it is nowadays.
0: Sheesh. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah, you got cause because you don't you don't want to be the person regretting Coachella. You know, you want you want your stagecoach and Coachella and whatever other concerts are coming up this summer to be a good experience. You don't want it to be like Ah, I got a I got a, a lifetime disease now from it. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like you said, uh, abstinence might be the but wait until marriage. You know what I mean?
1: Sometimes good old fashioned dating. Yeah, <laughs> girl, just uh, just hanging out, grab a coffee and a, and a scone, <laughs> get to know each other. Like, jeez, Louise, you know they got a blood test for that now too. Herpes. Uh, well, just all the STDs, including herpes. Yeah
0: oh that's yeah shit that's even better than yeah protect yourself too and then and the people out there that are getting in consensual relationships and uh things like that yeah get to i i personally when i get with a, a young lady and we're getting serious we both go get tested like i don't, why not <laughs> you know what i'm saying like what do, what do we have to hide and it's better to know than to just be out here caught up in the moment being like well she loves me <laughs> i love her nah nah man diseases yeah. do not discriminate and if you can't have them type of adult conversations with somebody then y'all probably shouldn't be together now
1: and in case y'all didn't know the boy plicker has his own physical form for the people to fill out like like these ladies is <laughs> going to summer camp <laughs> they, they should, he's like these ladies going to football camp they gotta fill it out You know all of their blood pressures hey hey you gotta protect yourself out here man <laughs> can we share that the other, other day we were talking about the blood tests for stds and, and but before you knew that there was a blood test you're like man you gotta get swabbed i'm like damn nigga would you use it in vietnam or something that was that
0: was on the podcast.
1: Oh, you said that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. That was that was last episode. Oh, it was a while ago. That was weeks ago, man. <laughs> I was partying. <laughs> yo, that shit was gangsta. I was like, yo, you don't know about no blood tests? Your doctor's been doing mm-hmm. you dirty. <laughs> You're like, is this not an easier way and your doctor's like, no. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it out. Yo, let get, get the, the Q tip. That gangster. Get the extra long Q tip too. And then you just go, go so far that they gotta hold the, the, the joint like a roach.
0: I go for it, man. as bad as it is, like I it is terrible back in the day, kids. Like y'all lucky nowadays. <laughs> but that didn't discourage me from getting STD tests, luckily, you know what I'm saying? But I could imagine there's some people that had that like one time and like, nope. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't need to know that bad dog. Oh, boy. Yeah
1: The man.
0: first time I had one of them old school ass uh STD tests, I was like, this is it? this is what y'all niggas this is the only way to know <laughs>
1: this, is, this is the only way
0: yeah um... Now nah, protect yourself out there kids it's, uh, especially at these festivals and anytime you're going out man be careful well it's uh, funny cause
1: now with things being so easy or getting easier sometimes you feel as if you can be riskier so like now they have like a um, hep C vaccine I think and they have the vaccine for HPV and what else they which is think? good which is a good birth, birth control, control. Those. Yeah, no yeah. I'm not saying it's that, a bad thing but it's interesting because yeah. just the way you think about that type of stuff like with healthcare getting better you feel as if you can
0: live a little bit on yeah, the other. yeah yeah you have a
1: bigger margin of error when it comes to stuff like that um they don't have a herpes vaccine but yet yet yet, yet. and HIV you see the news about it being cured or you could do stuff to to make your likelihood less and, and all that type of stuff. And um, yeah, at birth, I already said birth control, but birth control, like it's so advanced now, it's just wild. Like people probably just feel like, yo, just go for it, kid.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll figure this out tomorrow, all right?
1: Yeah. Plan B, yeah. how crazy. Just the idea of Plan B. See, now it's over the counter. People are like, whatever. But there was a day, there was a time when it came out and people were like, wait. So you mean I could clean up the, a mistake after the fact?
0: <laughs> it's, it's still not too late. Yeah, like that's
1: <laughs> that's just insane. Like just just talking about like just the the innovations, whether you agree with it or not, their innovations in, in sexual health is just wild.
0: No, yeah, yeah. But uh moving on, have you heard, Keith, uh your man Joe Biden decided that he is going to announce his presidential campaign. He getting that ball rolling, man. And he's Pitt? doing well, earning a lot of money, right?
1: He's earning a lot of money.
0: Uh, yeah, I believe from um donations.
1: What oh, you uh, mean, oh, you mean like his campaign fundraising? Yeah, fundraising. I thought he yeah, yeah. meant pers- earning a lot of money. Yeah, this nigga getting donations, give outs, handouts, <laughs> or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he did his thing. I think he, in his first week or whatever of the rollout, he made more than than Beto O'Rourke. And uh, Bernie Sanders did in their rollout, and my man oh, Joey wow. B is taking that corporate money. <laughs> he ain't turning it down, right? He ain't turning it down. He's like, man, give me all that bread. Nice, nice.
0: How you feel about uh, him as a as a uh, addition to the Democratic already crowded Democratic
1: field? I don't. I'm a Democrat, and but I'm quite moderate. I don't like it. any of them. Uh. So how do I feel about him? He's real old. Like, he's really old. But age is age is different. I'm sort of like, like
0: we're both turning 35 this month, right? Uh-huh. And, like, I feel like my view of 35 10 years ago is different than how I feel actually turning a couple weeks from 35. Like, I, I really feel relatively young. I mean, not to mention Relative I'm still doing a lot what? of-
1: Nigga, can you just get up right now and not stretch and go play a five-on-five five game 21, nigga?
0: Uh, I could. I don't know how I was going to yeah, feel the okay. next day. Try that <laughs> shit. I don't know, don't I don't want know how up. great I'm going to feel tomorrow. Don't shoot around. Just
1: walk on the court. Be like, y'all got necks. Just walk on. Y'all got you, <laughs> you, you, and you. Let's go. Game 21. Who am
0: I, play? Who am I playing against? Like, 45-year-old niggas? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's, it's much different. It's way different. Trust me like no
0: no yeah no no and you're right about that and and signs that i know i'm getting older was uh evidence in my the wedding that i attended last week shout out to my man jesse congratulations on his wedding jesse and sam um just the whole preparation process that i uh approached in that whole wedding like i took an uber to the wedding Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have done that 10 years ago i'd have been cheap and be like i could drive
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i got it i got it son you know what i mean like and then you know i mean potentially could have got a ticket or, or, or worse at the end of the night you know what i mean um
1: you're talking about mental maturity, and that's the advantage. But I'm talking about the, the physical of it. Physical, the physical. physical like Joe might not. The physical Joe might not make it of being president. <laughs> I was listening to James Carville. He's this. Um, he's this really popular uh, political strategist from the Clinton days, and he said, "Yo, I'm 74 years old. 74 mm-hmm. I think he's 70. He said he's. Yo, I'm 74. Like, I don't. Like, if I have to do, if I have to go to like the the opposite coast." to do some talk. I make sure I get there, like, back in the day, I might be able to get there the night before. Now I get there two days in advance just so my body, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now you talking about campaigning for president. Oh, you got to do back-to-backs. You in Iowa you know, doing some morning rally, and then you in New York City in the evening to do a television show. Then the following morning at 6 a.m., you're doing some L.A. show. And you're, you're 70, I think Joe Biden's something like 76 right now. Then he gets sworn 70, in. How old, how old is um Trump? Trump is like seventy two.
0: Seventy two. Okay.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, and Trump is a like he didn't like, like not working seventy two. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah, working yeah, a small yeah. office, <laughs> not like he you know, like his life. A lot of golf playing. A lot of 72. golf playing that keeps you young. You know, <laughs> like his sports, like as much people can uh, clown it. When you get 60, 70 years old. That's some pretty good exercise. You walking all over the links like that. Well. Unless you take the cart everywhere, but still, you know what I'm saying? But, but he's old as fuck too. But when he's done with this presidency, he'll be 70, but like, I don't know, something like, let's say he only does one term. He'll be like 73 or something like that. If he does all eight years, he'll be like somewhere in his late seventies. Joe Biden Mm. would be 86 years old if he does two terms as president. Mm. Eighty goddamn <laughs> six. John McCain. I don't think he made it to eighty six. He didn't make. He definitely didn't make it to ninety. Imagine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like he's really old, and who knows what could happen? This dude, John Singleton, just passed away from a stroke. Like rest
0: in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, John
1: Singleton, man. Stroke, and that's that. the, the silent kid. Like it. that's. Like, just like, just like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lyndon Johnson died four years after he left office, and he he wasn't, I don't think he was as old as, as uh, What's Joe the, Biden. Um,
0: shit, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Dylan McKay from 90210. Uh, Luke Perry, was that same a, thing,
1: right? That here. was a heart attack, right? No, he had a stroke. Stroke? Stroke. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Like, so, just yeah. like that. Like, Joe Biden already had, like, uh, I think he had an aneurysm. He got it treated. But, mm. like, if they didn't find that, who knows? You know what I'm saying? But basically, he's old, man. This nigga's... He's, if God forbid something happening, like, just take that off the table. He lives a nice, healthy life. He's still old to wake up at 4, four or 5 in the morning to make some speech because you did some crazy foreign um, operation. Like, let's say, the the the, the when Obama killed Osama. Mm-hmm. The dude told jokes at night, then early the next morning... Well, matter of fact, through the night, he's looking at the operation, then it succeeded that he met. The, he addressed the nation on it.
0: Yeah. Saying Joe, Joe ain't going to be able to stay up? He will. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely, barely stay up to finish some uh, Golden State <laughs> Warrior games. So right, exactly. You might be right. And, you
1: and your, <laughs> you you're not right. even 35 yet. Joe Biden's in his <laughs> late 70s. Uh, just imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like that... <laughs> The entire country is not as, as understanding as a girl that you can't perform with. They're not gonna be like, it's okay, it happens to all of us at some point. It's okay, no, 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 it's okay. Let's just watch TV. No one's gonna say that to him, he's the president. I'm tired, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, best of luck, Joe. We'll see how but it works. How
1: I, so I didn't finish, so my fault, that, my
0: fault, oh, my bad, my bad. Nah, my no, bad. no, my, no, nah,
1: my bad. I was be, be being real long winded. I love his policies for the most part. He could he could be a little bit more progressive, but everyone's talking about all the progressive stuff, and I, I don't know if they really believe it. I think they're just signing on to shit. Medicare for all? Sure, why not? Green New Deal? Sure, why not? All right, how you going to do it? I don't know. This nigga Bernie said it. Come on now. You got to have Older some depth Bernie got to be older than Joe, right? Bur- Bernie's I think he's a bit older than Joe. Imagine. So Bernie, I mean I just don't like his policies. I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm essentially when you look at my voter profile, I'm a I'm a suburban white man. So, <laughs> okay. So like I don't like his policies, but yeah, he's older than Joe. Um Yeah, I mean he just before you even get to the age, I don't I don't like that. But mm-hmm. And then every basically everyone looks the policies is like Bernie Sanders and then anybody whose policies is kind of like closer to the center like it's kind of only Mayor Pete he's cool I guess and then there's that dude Beto O'Rourke he's a goofball you not a fan? I, I was I'm a like fan him. but then I realized yo this dude is he's a mumble rapper like the the flow is nice, <laughs> the flow is fun, but I was like, hold up, but wait, he ain't saying nothing.
0: He's uh he's he's rapping uh up, bro. He's yo, he's the up, bro. <laughs>
1: he will get on stage. What up, though? What up, though? Reparations. That's what's up, though. Five, four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> Where my votes go? Where my votes go? <laughs> Medicare Mad- for all, though. Like a buffalo. <laughs> Oh, man, like he, he's not saying nothing, but yeah, that's all. I don't like going too long about politics. We ain't about that life, but that was just my little piece
0: on that. Yeah, no, nah, I like it. I mean, first of all, I love when Keith calls somebody a goofball, man. You know, he's serious, <laughs> he's serious with the disdain when he calls him a goofball. And two, man, we just want to keep him influencing y'all that whatever side y'all gonna vote for, pick a side and make sure you get out there and register to vote. 2020 is coming soon. Um, psh. next story, man, you gotta make good decisions, bro. You know what I mean? Like, this, this things like... People make mistakes. Sometimes you think with your dick. And and you got to talk to the fellas for the next two subjects real quick because you got to make good decisions, bro. Like, Luke Walton found himself in some hot water. He's being he found himself in a civil suit. Not a criminal suit, but a civil suit for uh, sexual assault and sexual harassment. And it, it really just goes to show you, I, you got to make good decisions. Like, Luke Walton, I, I know him from being a coach. We know him as being um, Bill Walton's son. We know him from winning like a championship but he win one or two with Kobe but he, he won with Kobe yeah. Um, kind of he seems like a mild man dude and it's, it's hard to like it's hard when you f- when these people find themselves in these me too situations because you try to base their public persona on oh wow did they really do that in the moment like Matt Lauer right. like Matt Lauer's mad cool you know what I'm saying on <laughs> like TV oh damn and stuff, yeah. exactly right. and then you hear a story like damn savage man. Pepe Le Pew out here Pepe <laughs> <laughs> yo that dude is
1: real Pepe Le Pew
0: <laughs> but um yeah, but like, like I said, it's a he say she say situation at the moment. Basically, um Bill sorry, uh, Luke Walton's being accused by um, T V reporter Kelly Tennant and, and author as well, uh, Kelly Tennant. Uh, she alleges that during a visit to Luke Walton's hotel room to drop her uh, a copy of her book, uh, The Transition, uh, to Luke as a thank you for writing the foreword. Um, Luke invited her to his room. She initially just planned on showing up and dropping it to him, you know, in front of the hotel. He convinced her to park the car, she alleges, um, and then come and talk to him inside. This is when he was coaching the Golden State Warriors. Um, he stated that he didn't want any of the other players to see him uh for whatever reason. So he said we should go to the, the his room. Um she was a little reluctant. He said, You got nothing to worry about. You know, it's me, this Luki, baby. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to worry about. So, um, uh, she, she went up to his room, um, she said at that point, um, once, once in his room, his demeanor changed, and he forced himself upon her, um, forcibly forcibly kissing her, forcing her on the bed, um, groping her, um, her genitals, breasts, things like that. Um, she eventually got him to let go, at which point um, she, he, he grabbed her again embraced her and forced her to kiss him again, um, and then that, after that she was able to uh, escape his grasp and leave the hotel. Um, she also states that after that, having to see him as as a coach of the Lakers, that he would harass her and um, forcibly hug her, um, make comments to her, kind of as a way of um, in, in, instilling his dominance over her and, and, and basically say, you know, I can I can touch you whenever I want
1: type of thing. This is what she. Alleges. That's, that's her um, characterization of it.
0: Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And and. I don't know, like Luke. You know what I mean the The details are gonna come out. The, the The truth is gonna come to light. But like, if you're on camera taking this lady to your hotel room, bro, that's just bad decision making in the in the in the first place. Now I'm trying to think when he was coaching for the Golden State Warriors. I think this is before the Me Too, uh, the hashtag itself kind of blew up to where it is. So maybe he was still thinking with that old way of thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> before watching, being able to watch all these other famous people get in trouble. But you you can't think like that no more, bro. It's crazy, right? Like. As especially, you know what I mean? Like this camera's everywhere. It her going to your hotel room looks just looks bad enough with what she's alleging. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, definitely, man. There's so many so much aspects to it, especially with the in the context of Me Too and just what's going on and this whole it's like a whirlwind. It's like a tornado. And mm-hmm. and you sometimes it's hard to tell things apart and pick pick these issues apart. For that reason mm-hmm. people they would talk about Bill Cosby but then talk about Luke Walton at the same time. Nah, you got to have a nice... You know when you double space a paragraph, you got to double space that. Niggas is putting that in the same paragraph. You can't do Put that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick this apart. So one part of it that you just mentioned is guys got to be smart. So does that have mm-hmm. anything to do with the fact that this lady may, uh, may have been a victim? No. Let's just set this little piece aside. Guys, you got to be smart, especially if you're famous, if you have something to lose. Mm-hmm. Understand who who you with because it's you leave yourself open to some type of abuse. So does that mean that guys get abused more than girls or abused to a higher extent or whatever? No. But you do leave yourself open to abuse that someone could could create a narrative about this episode that to your eyes didn't happen. So you don't want to put yourself in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know this person like that. Y'all had y'all have a professional relationship it was just a, a bad decision to be doing all this. Just like you said, caught on camera taking a girl to the room on the low and all that stuff. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. do it. When you when you got that status, like you'll have your chances to have a nice scenario on which to court a girl that you like. Not that way where it's a professional relationship and you're like, yeah, come through to the hotel. Matter of fact, it's a hotel. Bad idea.
0: Exactly, because it already has a connotation right. of you trying to get laid. Yeah,
1: and... and, and so now there's the, the uh the part of now those guys be careful. New paragraph. Women be careful, cause there are guys out there who are predators. You know what I'm saying? So and a lot of them outweigh you. A lot of them are stronger than you. You just don't wanna be in that position to be abused in that way. So know who you're with. It's kinda like checking your Uber license plate and making sure it's the proper make and model. Make sure that you know exactly what situation you're getting into because you don't want to be in a position to be abused. Does that mean that because if it happened that it was your fault, most likely it wasn't your fault, but you just don't want to put yourself at risk in that way.
0: Yeah, and to Keith's point, like the Luke's defense, positive or negative, was that this lady is is, is being opportunistic and Luke himself is the victim in this. And that's going to be anybody's defense, whether they did it or not. Because they're going to say, well, why didn't she go to the police at the time? Why didn't she fi- press strike? You know yeah, what I mean? That's a bad and, counterpoint
1: and- because a lot of women don't go because it's just like to go to the police and relive it. And, you know, you don't have a hard evidence like it's not that it compares, but it's almost like when something racist happens to you. And you're mm-hmm. like, uh, well, something clearly like even if you get beat up or something for racist reasons, it's like I don't have proof. Like I don't have a suspect. I don't have this. And you're like, why would I go to the cops? I just got to eat this up and next time I'll be smarter about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think women, though, it's, not a, it's the same line of thought where it's like, I don't want to relive this because I have to testify or, or whatever it is. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, how could I be so dumb? Like, there's a lot of self-blame going on and shit like that. So to say that, why didn't they do it at the time? I get it. And I guess in a court of law, the court of public opinion, people eat that shit up, but it's a stupid... The counter to when a, a woman accuses a guy
0: yeah no and it's yeah, exactly it doesn't make either party look good um and it's funny like i'm, I'm still have that smoke of me uh being naive i guess nativity <laughs> um that like i i look at luke walton i'm like he's super mild-mannered you know what i'm saying I've, I've heard a lot of luke walton interviews over the past what, three years because mm-hmm. he was a coach of lakers i listen to uh, los angeles sports radio so you know what i mean i hear him. he's just so mild-mannered that you got to separate yourself and be like that doesn't have anything to do with his personality towards women mm-hmm. personality when he's alone with a woman so you know what i mean you got to separate yourself from that and I'm, I'm also naive in the point like why would this woman make that up you know what i'm saying right. but there are women that do that there are women that maybe things went the wrong way and now she wants to use this because she knows the evidence works in her favor right you know what I'm saying? So it's hard and, and, and you know I mean I hope the truth comes to light and, and that justice is served because it's um it's rough. And all like the same advice I gave you out with Coachella and, and, and concerts and festivals coming up and, and just the way you gotta be safe when you're having sex, you gotta be safe before you have sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like don't put yourself in a situation where it can come back to haunt you. Like you know, it's crazy too. Like, like I don't, um, you know, my younger days, I, 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 I dabbled with marijuana, or you know, what I mean, you'd get drunk with a girl, you'd be like, a girl's coming over your crib, I'm a, we'll, we'll smoke or we'll, uh we'll drink, right? Right. And it's like nowadays, you kind of don't even want to do that, cause it's like, bro, you don't want to get too blasted, and then it's a situation where she might say something happened, and you don't got full recollection of the moment. You know what I mean? Nor
1: should you. <laughs> I. Like, nor should you put yourself in that position where you're drinking that much like you know get some bacardi coolers or something like that <laughs>
0: yeah something like that. yeah like, like, like yeah, yeah. yeah get
1: Guess like <laughs> you, you shouldn't be like your intention shouldn't be to get intoxicated with somebody to loosen them up if anything if you want to you yourself want to loosen up have that for yourself
0: mhm and like even but yeah but, but like to my point you still got to be cuz you want to have as much recollection of the moment too you know what i'm saying you don't want to be in a situation where you're like damn i kind of blacked out for a little bit i couldn't tell y'all you know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell y'all if what she's saying is true or false. I don't really You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be able to defend yourself in these situations cuz as as friendly and as fun as these situations seem in the moment, they can turn the completely opposite way, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, people, a lot of older people who come from a different generation like, "Man, this is this is all this is bullshit and it's taking the fun out of things or whatever." And it I'm not it's not my place to say whether it's right or wrong, but I can tell you that it's here. Like, this is where we live. This is where we're at. So you have to be more conscious of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But having, having relations with a, a, a wasted person or, or whatever, just don't do it. It was, it was wrong back then. Like, don't get it twisted. Like it was wrong back then, but like now just really, really do not do it. And
0: in our final story, man, Saying alone, the same themes, a good decision making, bro. I gotta, I gotta just bring up Melky <laughs> Cabrera. For y'all who don't know out there, Melky Cabrera, he plays baseball. He's very rich. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know about Melky Cabrera. That's the sports news you need to know about him. What Melky Cabrera did is, uh, he got married, um, has a family, but then also decided to have a mistress and have a family with that mistress, and that's proven to be very expensive for Melky right now. Uh. His mistress in 2017 started, uh, decided that she wanted to sue him for child support, um, stating that her children should uh, be able to live the same lifestyle as as the children that he ha- he has in his marriage. Um, this there was an 18 month uh, suit in court that uh, occurred, and the judge came to a decision um now once again i'm gonna let you know Melky cabrera is not a poor man milky cabrera makes 30 million uh a year and um i don't this, this is the thing i don't know how much he was taking care of his mistress um he states that you know he used to fly her around the country to see his games um she denies that she also lives in a million dollar house um which i'm not sure if Melky miguel cabrera is his full name helped her pay for that or not but um what I've learned from my own experiences in family court that sometimes things tend to be a little bit skewed towards the women because of situations like this where a man might decide that he just doesn't want anything to do with you anymore. And now you're left with two kids uh-huh. and uh, to support on your own. Um, and I don't agree <laughs> with how severe uh, his quote unquote punishment is. I don't know if you call it a punishment or just what he has. He has to take care of his responsibilities. Uh-huh. But. You honestly you made your own mis- you made your bed you got to less lay in it dog you know what I'm saying it goes back to making good decisions like you decided to get married you know what I mean you de- you decided to have a mistress you decided to have kids with that mistress so you know what I mean now you got to take the consequences that comes with it and those consequences are um he has to pay I, let me make sure i get this lady's name correct cuz i don't want to say it incorrectly <laughs> uh Belkie's Rodriguez he has to pay Miss Rodriguez $20,000 a month in child support. Um, in addition to the $20,000 uh, a month, he has to pay allocated child support, uh, for Rodriguez' specific expenditures, so, such as private schooling, healthcare, extracurricular activities, and prescriptions. Um, when these expenses occur, mom sends a bill to Cabrera, which is, you know, he's a athlete. That's not out of the norm. um, Then he also has to pay off the mortgage of Rodriguez's uh, $1 million house by the 1st of July this year. He also (laughs) has to pay $89,000 in unpaid child support by a couple days ago, by May 1st, (laughs) that money was due. Uh, He has to provide the children with unblocked annual passes to Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and the Orlando Science Center. Um and then he also has to pay her attorney fees of fifty thousand dollars for the eighteen month uh court case that has occurred. That's a lot. <laughs> that's twenty thousand dollars which the mom can spend as she sees fit on top of the child support. That's 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 it's <laughs> a lot, bro. Yeah. Uh
1: I I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read this quote from uh F- Franklin. Franklin J. Ocean. Now he says, now your baby mama ain't so vicious. All she wants is her picket fence. And you protest and you picket sign, but them courts won't side with you. They won't let you fly solo. There it is, solo. man. Oh <laughs> listen, I mean it's harsh, but you you know what you was doing. A miss a mistress with a wife on the side. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, after all that money he gives up, he'll be okay. Like, he won't, maybe his the car won't be as nice. Maybe the crib yeah, won't it's, have. it's a bit
0: of a lifestyle change. A you gotta bit. sacrifice you know I mean? a couple
1: bathrooms. Yeah, he's still living comfortably. He's still living comfortably. So you know what you did. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Maybe he comes from a different culture. Maybe that's what he saw. Maybe that, it just feels good to, to be that, to be living that way. Nah, dog. That, that comes with a, a price tag. And by the way, the kids involved. Like, your kids live one way, your, I don't know how, how you term it, like your... Legal marriage kids? Yeah, I guess your <laughs> primary family lives yeah. a certain way and the, those kids live a certain way. Your ki- your, the rest of your kids can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, your kids live in a mansion where they, they use a different bathroom every day of the week. <laughs> and your and yo other kids are using, sharing bathrooms. And despite how nice they live in, like, fair is fair, man. You got to pay up and be smart. You know what I'm saying? That, that, just just make good decisions. Yes, you slip up sometimes. Accident happens. Having a kid is, it, it could happen inadvertently, but that's something that lasts for a lifetime. And you better be be ready to you know do your job now your job is to take care of the kid if you can't live in the, the same crib as that kid then you got to pay some money so that your money lives in the same crib as that kid or your money <laughs> your money sponsors the crib that that kid lives in and sponsors that kid's lifestyle and and if the kid's living good that means that the their mother has to live good if they she's taking care of them
0: and you brought up a good point that I didn't. That I'll be honest, even as a parent, I didn't even think of myself, man. Like, your kids are gonna have a your extramarital kids are gonna have some type of resentment towards you for living a different lifestyle than the your primary family kid. You know what I mean? And and that's big because that lasts more longer than the baseball career, longer than whatever relationship you may have with uh, Miss Rodriguez. Your kids are for life, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's a relationship that. You're going to be if you're not concerned about it at the moment for whatever resentment you have towards the mother, there's going to be a point in your life when that changes and everything comes to light, bro. So, you know, what I mean, when we make these decisions, sometimes we get caught up in the moment be it Coachella, be it in a hotel room, be it showing up at a, a school dressed any old way. Everything has consequences in life, bro. We have access and, to so much
1: information that if you if you overlooked or just didn't look into to, to certain things to mitigate your risk or whatever you want to call it, that's on you. You didn't wear a condom. That's on you. It doesn't feel the same. Well, there's, there's consequences to that. There are consequences.
0: Basically. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And that's that, man. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing else we can say about that, bro. That's another episode in the books. Shout out to everybody out there just rocking with perfect talk, man. We doing it, bro. We we, we climbing. Website in the works.
1: We won't let you fly solo.
0: <laughs> solo. Episode sixty two, man. We're getting old, brother. Yep. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to Keith, man. Happy birthday again. Speaking of getting old, my man turning thirty-five, getting young, still running five K's every day. <laughs> Keep doing your thing, brothers. Um, how, where can the people find? I can imagine you got stretch first, right? Like you yeah. said. <laughs> where
1: can the people find you at on uh social media? Still using the same thing? I've been fucking with Twitter lately. You can find me at Cornell N Y C O R N E L L N Y on Twitter. Ooh.
0: Ooh, I gotta, I gotta follow you, man. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I've been on
1: Twitter because they, they got all the good uh Game of Thrones coverage. So I'm like, yeah, I've been fucking with Twitter. <laughs>
0: What what is it again? Let me. I gotta write that down. Shit, I ain't even
1: been following... C o r n e l l n y like the university Cornell, n y like New York.
0: I right, used on Twitter. Yeah, and follow. You still use the Instagram? Yeah, I use it. Not as much. I use it, oh. but you know, like that's the mistress. Mistress,
1: but you know,
0: <laughs> don't worry, don't pay that support. Yeah. now <laughs> nah, but Twitter is like when you're a it's like subculture. I would say because like uh. People will definitely like live tweet a whole show. You know what I'm saying? It's like your Instagram post is your Instagram post, but your Twitter could just be the moment. You know All what right. I'm saying? If that makes more sense. But um I'm on both as well. You can follow me at DJ Playboy on Twitter, on Instagram, follow me at PlickaPZ, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-Z-Y. Make sure you follow Perfect Talk Podcast um on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. I'm gonna get that Twitter popping too. You know, might as well, why not? Um Shit, I got a radio show. It's kind of big. You know what I mean? It's called The Night Shift. We do it on a website slash app called Mix Cloud. So download that. Follow DJ, click a Playboy.
1: Mix Cloud. Download the app.
0: Yeah, listen to it on the phones and you're in the gym while you're traveling. Uh, my show is called The Night Shift. It's climbing the charts. So make sure you check that out. Um, you could send any questions you might have for our Dare Perfect Talk segment, uh, Podcast at gmail.com shit man, big things are gone we turning older keep turning 35 man, so happy birthday once again brother, and do say goodbye to the people dog. peace peace, we up out of here y'all, episode 60